dance with somebody I wanna feel the heat with somebody Yeah, I wanna dance with somebody do, do. With somebody who loves me Somebody who, somebody who Somebody who loves me Yeah, <laughs> y'all, for real? I want to say a solid like 89.9673.4 that I, a lot of the time, put it like that, a majority of the time of my day, there's some kind of Whitney Houston song bopping around in my head. Like Whitney Houston made really good, just like bop music, just like head bopping music. I be jamming for real. Like almost every morning I listen to some Whitney Houston songs. Um, this week, what's the song that I've been really listen to oh you're my baby you're my baby tonight whatever you want from me i'll give you everything you're my baby tonight yeah that's been in my head this week so for some reason her music just puts me in a really really good mood and of course uh, you know bt played the bt bobby brown special for six months straight um they've been playing the commercials for about two years now and it's on every day. It's on every day. So <laughs> that song is in the movie. And while I'm here in training, my TV is like stuck on BET. So I've probably watched that movie aside like 12 times. I still haven't got all the way to the end of it. But I always make it to that part where that song is playing. So it's been stuck in my head lately. That's neither here nor there. What's cracking, y'all? You already know. You already know where we at. We all here together, one big family in monologue land. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Monologue Podcast. Yo, 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 yo. I just want to say thank you to everybody who's returning. All my loyal listeners, shout out to y'all coming back to deal with me and my foolishness, my shenanigans, and my real deal, Holyfield. Once again, and if this is your first time listening, shout out to you, shout out to you. I'm glad to have you here, and make sure you go and scroll on up that track list and take it on back, listen to some more episodes, because, you know, I'll be talking about some shit on here. I'll be talking about some shit on here, okay? Okay? I'm super excited, though. Super excited, y'all. Um, Any jam updates I want to give you? Um, I survived my first hurricane, y'all. Like, for real. Um, I've been in South Carolina, y'all know, for the past couple months. And Hurricane Florence brought her little temperamental ass on through here. And they had us on lockdown. Like, we couldn't go anywhere. They was like, nobody leave. Buy water. Get flashlights. Like, they was on their shit for real and i'm like hold on we don't even do this where i'm from we don't do none of this in the midwest okay because there ain't hurricanes we don't have hurricanes and lakes that's not how i operate so i didn't know what to do i went and bought a poncho for some reason because i thought that would help um i got rain boots but i don't think that really helps much when you got a, 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 a hurricane knocking buildings over but that's the best I had. That's the best I had to offer. But it actually turned out not to be that bad. The part of South Carolina that I'm in is actually kind of more inland. The Midland area is what they call it. And so I'm in Columbia. By the time the 
Florence made it to us that it wasn't even a hurricane anymore. It was categorized as a tropical storm. And it was really just wet and misty. Like, it barely even really rained. It was just kind of like a mist, and it was really gray and foggy outside. But ended up not being that much. They got all dramatic. The Army was all dramatic. I mean, you couldn't get a bottle of water anywhere around post all for nothing. So we ended up just uh, getting very extremely intoxicated in our rooms. <laughs> so it turned out to be an eventful weekend. But um, yeah, I'm good though. My first hurricane, it was, it's very interesting to be on a coast because I'm so used to being in the Midwest. So just seeing um, how people respond to natural disasters down here, like they were boarding up businesses like Chipotle was boarding up their windows just so when stuff come flying and stuff, their windows wouldn't get boarded. Like they just had boards, I guess, in sock in the back just in case, like hurricane emergency boards. I don't know. Um, but everybody was boarding their stuff up, like restaurants just closing down, businesses was closing down. Like, until further notice, we close. Until Florence come through, we close. So, like, it was a real state of emergency, sandbags and everything. So, it was crazy. It, it really was crazy uh, to be here while a hurricane came through. Um, other parts of South Carolina and North Carolina got hit really hard. So if you have any family in South Carolina or North Carolina, I'm praying for them because I know the coast got hit pretty hard, especially some parts in North Carolina. Um, whole entire homes and communities off the coast are just completely underwater and even the aftermath now all the different rivers and waterways that are in the Carolinas are just flooded from the amount of rain and moisture that came from the hurricane so um, I'm definitely praying for anybody who has family affected by that disaster or anything because I know water ain't no joke like water is a beast snow is snow snow is like annoying and irritating and like yeah, blizzards suck, but, like, water is way more powerful than what I think people realize. So, like, hurricanes, that's that's scary, for real, if you're, like, wrapped up in one. And then it sparked off some tornadoes in some areas. So, it's been, it's been an eventful weekend here in South Carolina, but I'm good. Thank you to everybody who was checking up on me, making sure I was cool. I'm definitely good. And um, I definitely peeped. People who didn't even hit my line, don't even know that I'm in South Carolina, didn't even check on me, make sure, like, y'all know I can't swim, so, like, damn, what would have happened if I would have got swept away? Like, y'all wouldn't even on, because y'all don't even be in tune with what's going on in my life. It's crazy to me. But it's cool. Don't be trying to call me when I get back on the other side of the Mississippi talking about what you're doing. I miss you. No, 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 no. ain't trying to hit. Say that, B. Kill all that noise. Um, but yeah, I'm good. Other than that, you know, I'm just still out here trapping for Uncle Sam. Nothing major, no major changes. Um, so yeah, let's get into the, into the juice, the juice of the episode. So last week, well, a couple weeks ago, last episode, we talked about, um, roommates. I gave my little tips, my, my knowledge that I have on roommate situations because I know school was just starting back we were a couple weeks in at that point probably about like I don't know like a month or so into classes now so hopefully y'all got y'all roommate situations under control because roommates can roommates can really make or break your college experience like I know some people who had the time of their life at college simply because they had dope ass roommates and they was just always kicking it and chilling like 
whatever. Like they were just in tune. Everybody respected each other in their in their dorm or in their apartment or whatever. Everybody kind of kicked it the same way, and it was cool. And then there was other people who literally every year had to move and was living with somebody every somebody different every semester or every year because they just couldn't get the roommate thing down or they just got bad luck with roommates and stuff like that. And it really affects your it really affects your um, your time in college. So hopefully you guys took some of my tips. Um, the biggest thing, just communicate over communicate if you need to. And um, remember, it ain't your mama's house. Like you got to be respectful. Shit that was cool in your mama's house. Might not be cool when you cohabitating with somebody who you've only known for X amount of months. Like, you got to be willing to compromise and meet people in the middle. You know what I mean? So, remember that if you haven't listened to that episode and you are currently in a new roommate situation or you've had roommate issues or anything like that, go back and listen to last week's episode, St. Your Mama's House, and um, hit me up if you want any advice or anything. I've had my fair share of roommates, so... I can offer a little bit of a little bit of expertise on on navigating those kind of roommate relationships. Yeah, 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 yeah. And now we're gonna move on in, move on on to our grinding in the trenches spotlight. Give me a green light. Clearly, I'm in a singing mood. So this week or this episode i want to spotlight my big sis man she has been doing her thing actually today the day that i'm recording she just dropped her first official single clear my mind i'm talking about my sis london london low she is an amazing singer an amazing artist i mean vocals go so crazy she has her own unique sound honestly she's like I've known her for for many, many years. Another uh, beautiful, beautiful black woman who I met through God, actually, from growing up in church. Um, Her dad is like my play father, Pastor Clark. Um, But her and my older sister kind of grew up in the same age range. She's older than me a little bit. So I've always kind of known her around the church and things like that. And she's just been an awesome, awesome inspiration just on the creative side for me, watching her grow and glow and chase her dreams. You know what I mean? I've kind of been following her and her progression for a few years now. And it's just really inspirational and it's beautiful to watch. I mean, she's absolutely such a beautiful person, like, the energy, that smile, she's just wonderful. I stay, I stand for like, I stand for warm and inviting and loving black women. Cause sometimes black women, we could be our worst enemies. Like sometimes we rock with each other the least. You know what I mean? Every other people will be hyping us up more than we ever hype ourselves up sometimes. Like, yeah, black girl magic and we see it all on social media, but in real life, sometimes we're our biggest haters. Like I will hundred percent say that black women are black women's biggest haters. Like I, I believe that and it's sad, but I do believe that. But I get so inspired by just truly genuine and loving black women. And if she's a creative on top of that, I just stand. I just stand. So um, it's my sis, my big sis here, London Lowe. Y'all need to check out this single, Clear My Mind. Like, 
I ain't going to play it because I ain't got no legal rights or nothing like that. I ain't trying to get sued because I only got $42.36. So I really just, I need that. I really do need that to keep that. So, um, but yeah, I'm going to put the link for the song, for the new single. It's available everywhere. Clear my mind. It's available everywhere. iTunes, Spotify, everything. It's available wherever you want to listen to music. And also, check out her EP. Her EP came out, I think, like last year, PDA. Yo, sis went so crazy on this EP. She's been doing this music thing for a long time. But this EP is like, it's like an acapella EP. Like, she's making all the music herself. Like, the beat and the melodies and everything. She's singing and making the beat. She's like, shoot up, do 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 All with her own, with her mouth, her own vocal cords. Like, it's crazy. This is true artistry. Like, I know everybody dropping music and everybody got projects now, but like, the, the talent and the ability that she has. Her voice is truly golden. So I want y'all to go check her out. Listen to my sis, London Low. Check her out on YouTube, anywhere. That's London, L-O-N-D-O-N, Low, L-O. Single out today. Clear my mind. Y'all be able to find it anywhere. On Instagram, y'all can follow her at L-N-D-N-L-O. Okay? Follow her. Tell her I sent you. Shout her out. You will not be disappointed, man. I'm talking about this somebody who can really sing. Not that like, <laughs> whispering and I'm not really sure when I'm singing, when I'm going to sing like this. Nah, she can sing, okay? This is some good church singing, okay? this Her singing is genetic, you feel me? So y'all want to check that out. She can sing, her daddy can sing, her sister can sing. Like, this some of that, like, family vocal cords, okay? It's biological, so check her out, man. I just want to spotlight my sis. So congratulations on your single, sis. I'm so proud of you, and I'm blasting it all the way. I already downloaded it, and I downloaded it into my Apple Music. I didn't just, like, add it to my library. I downloaded it. So even when I'm in an airplane and I ain't got no service, I can still listen to your song. That's love right there because I don't download a lot of stuff. I don't have a lot of memory, okay? So y'all go check out my sis. All right? All right? And now, <clears throat> we arrive. We have arrived yet again to the pettiest of portions of the show. And um, this episode, the petty portion, <laughs> it had me laughing. It had me laughing because it's so real. And I don't know if this, I don't know if this is a black person thing. I think it's a people thing, to be honest. But what is it about hotels that makes us so bougie. Like, and I'm not talking about being in a fancy hotel. I'm talking about, like, what is it about simply staying in some kind of lodging facility where they come and clean your room and give you new towels and all this thing, all these things that makes us so bougie? <laughs> and I only say this because, so, you know, I've been away from home for the past couple months now, right? And... We stay in these rooms where we get rooms. We get, like, our rooms serviced every day, okay? Nothing crazy, but we have, like, on-post lodging here. And they come through every day, and there's um, housekeeping that comes, and they'll get give us new towels, make our beds, yada, 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 okay? You know that? That's because, that's you know, I'm up there. I'm up there in the ranks just a little bit. I mean, I'm still a little pipsqueak, but I'm, like, one of the... I'm somebody a little bit. So, you know, I ain't got to be in the barracks. I can have my own little room. You feel me? Um, but it's, it's it's a trash room. Like, the rooms are trash. It's, like, equivalent to a motel. But I'm grateful. Anywho. But it's, like, 
I was talking to some of my, my peers here a couple of weeks ago, actually, like, around when we first got here, and they was talking about, like, yeah, man, like, housekeeping came today, and they ain't, they ain't give me no new towels. Now, mind you, we have been here for, like, three days at this point. Like, this is when we first got here. And one of the guys, like, they ain't give me no new towels. Like, they ain't give me no new towels. I'm like, all right, when it like, you ain't got no new towels at all? They're like, nah, they bought some on the first day, but yesterday, they ain't, they ain't refreshed my towels. Now, mind you, it's one person to a room, and they give you enough towels for two people. So they give you two full sets of towels. So, you know what I mean? A dry towel, a face towel, a hand towel. And so he's like, yeah, they ain't replaced my towels today. So I'm like, all right, like, what's wrong? You bothered? He's like, I'm just saying, like, how housekeeping gonna come and not replace my towel? And in my mind, like... I don't think they have replaced my towels at this point either, but I wasn't tripping because I'm like, okay, I'm thinking when I'm at the crib, am I getting a brand new dry towel every single day? Like, am I I'm pulling a new dry towel out the linen closet every day? Like, no, I'm absolutely not. But because we're in this environment where we have housekeeping, now all of a sudden you bother because you ain't getting no new towel every day. He's, he, he said he needed, he got to start fresh every day. And I'm like, that's crazy. So I was going in on him. Now he said, man, after every shower, I use a new face towel. And I had made a poll. Um, I, some of y'all might remember I made a poll on my Twitter and on my Instagram story. Like, do you replace your washcloth after every shower, after every use? Like, I had a couple people who were saying here who were saying like, yeah, after every shower, I get a brand new washcloth. Like, you, you, it's one use. Now listen. <clears throat> I'm far from dirty, all right? Like, far from dirty. Not dirty at all. But I'm not replacing my washcloth daily. Like, I'm not re- I'm not replacing my washcloth after every shower. Like, I'm not. I ain't even going to sit here in front of y'all. Like, I'm not even going to sit here in front of y'all. Like, I got a washcloth that I use in the shower. And I got a, a washcloth that I use outside the shower just for my face. You know what I'm saying? And I got my dry towel. I'm not replacing those towels daily. Like, I'm not taking a shower and then, like, doop, throw that one in dirty clothes, new towel. Like, I ain't even going to flex. I don't do that. I've actually never met anyone who does that. But he was so adamant about it. Like, yeah, like, I need a new washcloth after every shower. My question became, how dirty is that ass? Like, that's that's honestly what I'm thinking at this point. Like, that ass got to be hot. Like, it, it got to be soil in that ass for you to, like, what's the, you got a condition? But that's deep. That's some next level shit, in my opinion. You know what I mean? Like, I get it, cleanliness, and I know some people be germaphobes and stuff, but I have friends who are, like, germaphobes. I have friends who are like, oh, my God, this is just, I can't, I can't use this anymore. Like, I know people like that. And them motherfuckers ain't uh, replacing the towel after every shower. Now, call me dirty if you want to, but listen. That's a lot of towels to be washing. That's a lot of laundry to be doing. And washcloths are not disposable. Like, you wash them. You put them in the laundry. You know, you do your laundry weekly or whatever. You throw your towel in there. We're not, we not pulling towels out the bathroom daily. Like, I, I just don't believe that. If that's something, I, I want to know. Because when I did my poll on my social media, clearly more people were in favor with me. Like, no, I'm not taking my towel and putting it in the dirty clothes after every shower like people agree with me but it was some people who did not so y'all let me know but the the petty thing is i was just sitting here thinking the other day because i came back to my room the other day 
I've been here like two months now. I came back to my room the other day after class, and my bed wasn't made. And, yo, I was pissed. Like, I was pissed. Because housekeeping had clearly been in here today because I had new towels. <laughs> okay? I had new towels. And so my bed wasn't made. And I was like, what? Excuse me? Excuse me? So you're going to come in here and you're going to give me new towels? And you're just going to look at this at this blanket on my bed all just ruffled and, and, and unkept and you're not gonna you're not gonna make my bed oh so that's what we're doing now so now that that's the kind of person you you deem me as someone who doesn't like a made bed you know what I mean like I was by that I like snapped it and sent it to my one of my battles downstairs I'm like damn man you see this they didn't make my bed again it's like the second time somebody didn't make my bed and I <laughs> I caught myself like really bothered by this and then I just had to stop and I just started busting up laughing like AG, you don't even make your own bed at the crib. <laughs> I don't make my bed at home. Like, I'm not... I'm not even going to flex on y'all, man. I do not make my... Like, if I make my bed at home, I'm being productive. Like, it's about to be a... It's about to be a motherfucking day. I'm about to achieve some shit. Because Jam don't be making her bed. Mainly because there's usually another human still in the bed when I leave early in the morning. But, like... Even if it's not, like, I'm not making my bed every morning. Like, I just was not... We weren't raised that way, okay? We didn't make our beds every morning. I didn't have that... My mama didn't care about no beds being made, okay? Uh, I was so petty when I went through boot camp when I first joined the military and you got to make your bed every morning. I was so lazy that I did not... I didn't even sleep under the blankets. I ended up stealing another blanket from somebody else so that I can keep my bed made and I slept under the extra blanket on top of my made bed so in the morning I didn't have to make my bed. Like, that's how true it is not making my bed shit I am. But motherfuckers been put up getting housekeeping for the past couple months and I literally had the nerve to have a real life attitude when I walked in my room and saw that my blanket was still flipped over like I just climbed out of that motherfucker. <laughs> like... I was mad. Like, it's just something about motherfuckers getting in a hotel. And, y'all, I'm not even in a hotel. Like, I'm just in... This is lodging. I won't even call this a motel. This is literally just lodging with housekeeping services. That's it. But, like, just because I've been in here and I've been accustomed to get my shit made every day, I had attitude that these motherfuckers came in here and didn't make my bed. But that's how it be. We get in a hotel and we be like... Ugh. Like, what is this? Wow, look at that. What, what kind of thread count is this? Like, you ever just walk into a hotel room and be like, seriously? Knowing that you still sleeping on a motherfucking box spring and a mattress pushed up to the corner of your room back at the crib, but you walk into the hotel like, like, really? Mm-hmm. An oak headboard, really? That's what we're doing holiday in? Okay, okay. <laughs> Like, it's something about hotels that just make us bougie as hell. Like, I don't know. That's what was on my mind, though. I'm like, that's petty as hell, because I really had a real-life attitude. I really did. But I'm over it now. I don't even trip. But um, best believe I did leave them a note the next day, like, hey, housekeeping, can you please make my bed and also sweep the floor? Because who else going to do it? Seriously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But yeah, that's my petty portion today. I guess that was more like a personal petty because that was just me being petty. But that's how I felt in the moment. Like, I was really pressed. I was really pressed. All right, but anyway, we're going to move on. I'm just rambling today. I'm in a great mood. I hope y'all in a great mood. 
because I want to talk about something today that has been on my mind, on my mind. Mm. It's been on my mind. And here's the thing. Today, I want to talk, talk about being an extrovert, but not being an extrovert, okay? So, anybody who knows me, I feel like I say this every episode, but the people, yeah, anyway. Anybody who knows me knows that, or assumes that, I should say, I'm an extrovert. Like, if, if I took a poll and people had to put me in team extrovert or team introvert, I'm going to say 99.9% of the people are going to put me into team extrovert. I, ho- I honestly believe that, which is not a problem. I don't think there's anything wrong with being an extrovert. I also don't think there's anything wrong with being an introvert. However, I think there is a big misconception about being an introvert versus an extrovert. Mainly, I think there's a big misconception about being an extrovert and specifically about me being an extrovert. So what made me think about this is we had this little um, discussion in one of our classes while we were here, um, and it was about personality types, and everybody had to answer these questions and rank these things in order of importance and all this thing, and it gave you a total at the end. And at the end of it, basically gave you a color. And so once you got your color, we had to get into a group with the people who had the same color as us, right? So it was just me and my one friend. <laughs> we were the only two people in our group, and we were in the orange group. And the orange group was like loud, attention-seeking, always wants the spotlight, um, you know what I mean? Loves to have a good time, life of the party type thing, lively. This was the orange group, right? And this is supposed to be a completely, uh, you know what I mean, objective test or whatever. But I got orange based on how I answered my questions, which I was like, okay, that makes sense because I am... um, a theatrical person. I do love to have a good time. I love to crack a joke. Um, I can be very loud at times. I can be very obnoxious at times. So I was like, okay. I didn't mind being an orange. What I didn't like, though, is some... I felt like the connotation for the orange group was very negative. It was very much so, like... um, needs to be center of attention, needs to be seen, must be heard, must be in the spotlight. And those are the kind of things that I disagree with when people start to talk about extroverts and when people start to talk about, you know, lively people. Um, one, of, one of the things oftentimes when I'm in new group settings and we're getting to know one another and stuff like that and people are asking about me, I rarely tell people that I'm a theater major. Not... Not because I'm ashamed. Like, if they ask me I'm a major, I'll tell them it's a, I'm a theater major. But, like, I don't I don't lead with telling people that I'm, I'm an actress and I'm a theater major and all these things because I feel like people automatically assume then, one, that I'm entertainment automatically, and two, that I just want to be center, center stage all the time and I'm always on and I'm always putting on and I'm just always trying to be... Everything's an act. Everything's an act. And I hate that because that, that's... That's not me. Like, I really be chilling is what people fail to realize about me. It's like, I really be chilling. And yes, I'm an actress. And yes, I love theater. And yes, I'm dramatic. And yes, I'm theatrical. But those are all, those are things that I chose to go into because of who I am as a person, right? I wasn't born an actress. I wasn't born, I might have been born dramatic, but 
I wasn't born to be, you know, center of attention to all these things. I was just born with a very lively personality. I was born a just kind of fun-loving person. And once I realized that about myself, I made the decision to use these characteristics that are very natural to me as the catalyst for what I wanted to do in my life, which was act and entertain, right? But I am not... You know what I mean? I don't know how to say what I'm trying to say. Like, I'm an actor. I'm an entertainer. But that's what I have chosen to be. It's not like that's just like my my genetic makeup. You know what I mean? I'm also just a chill, normal person, like, who sometimes just like to be in a corner and, and be chilling and I don't want to talk to nobody. You know what I mean? So I, I'm not always acting. I'm not always entertaining. That's not... That's just not my entire being. And that's why I don't like to sometimes tell people in new settings. I like to like just kind of let that come out casually in conversation because I don't want people to think, I just want you to know that I'm this so that I so everyone can have all eyes on me. I don't care. I don't care for that. What I do realize, though, is that without trying, I am very much so an energy producer, okay? And by energy producer, I mean like... I have noticed I attract people like my energy. I won't say I, but like my energy attracts people. Like I put off a certain energy and it just sucks people in. Sometimes I can literally just be like sitting in a corner somewhere, not saying anything to anyone, just looking and observing because I'm also very observant. I'm very much so a people watcher. So sometimes I like to just sit in the corner and just like fill out the room, see what's going on. And people would just be joining me. Someone would just come up to me like, oh my gosh, what's going on? Like, and just start talking to me. Someone I've never met. Like, and of course I'm going to say something back because cool. Hey girl, what's going on? And so I'm very much so an energy producer. And with that, I don't need attention, right? And so I think one thing about a misconception about extroverts or a misconception about me being an extrovert, I should say. I can't speak for the entire, you know what I mean, community of extroverts. But I think one misconception is that people think that being an extrovert, you feed off of the attention of others or you feed off of others. Like, you're not happy unless someone is watching you, unless someone is looking at you or unless you're the center of attention. Yo, that is so not the case for me. Like, at all I very much so like people to leave me alone like (laughs) I love to be left alone like I love to just be in my little corner in my little hole very much so but once people and I don't know how to say this without sounding um like a narcissist or sounding extremely cocky but like once I expose my personality to people because I'm also just going to be me like regardless of where we at what we doing we could be in church we could be at heaven's gates I'm probably going to be up there talking shit sorry Jesus um you know what I mean because that's just me I just love to have a good time and I love to inject positive energy into whatever atmosphere I'm in because I need to be surrounded around positive energy I do not function well around negativity and so if I'm in an 
environment where it's negatively charged, I'm going to accept the challenge of trying to positively charge it. I'm going to combat that negative energy with my positive energy. But that's not for other people. That's not for your entertainment. That's for my sanity. That's me protecting my peace. Like, if I have to be here, if I'm in a class, if I'm at work, if I'm wherever, if I have to be in this space and it's negatively charged, I'm going to do what I have to do to make it positive so I can function properly and do what I got to do, right? That's how my mind works. But it's like... Once I expose my energy to people, it's like people always want me to be on. They all people always want me to be on. They always like, you know, people say I'm funny and I, I'm definitely like a class clown. I've always been a class clown, like forever. I, I'm always cracking jokes. I get that from my mom and from my family. Like all we do is sit up and talk about each other all day, every day. So, like, I, that's just how I am. I always love to crack jokes and just have fun. But once I expose people to that one time, Every single time I'm around, people want me to be on, to be cracking jokes, to be making things fun, to be producing the energy, producing the energy, producing the energy for the room, which is cool because nine times out of ten, I like that. Where it comes to be a problem is when I just don't feel like it or when I just am not in that mood, then it's like, oh, what's wrong with you? Oh, Jemai got an attitude today. Oh, something going on with her. Oh, she bothered today. Oh, Jemai is salty today. Ooh. Y'all don't know how much I just hate when somebody calls me salty. Especially when there's nothing wrong with me. Like, I'm not salty. I'm just unbothered. Like, I just don't care about anything you're talking about right now. That's not me being salty. I just literally don't give a damn. Like, I'm chilling. I am just chilling. I'm probably thinking about what I'm going to talk about in my next podcast episode right now. Like, my mind going a thousand miles per hour. So, I'm really just trying to just filter all of what's going on in my own brain. And I might not just really be in the room at the moment. But because people are so used to me being so high energy and just making just adding so much energy to a room, if I'm not doing that, then it's like, oh, it's something wrong. Yo, I hate that. I hate that. I really, like, I hate that. And going back to what I was saying before, like, people think that because you're an extrovert or because you don't mind being the center of attention, that you thrive off of being the center of attention that you need that's what was pissing me off when we were doing when we were doing this exercise in class it was like that needs attention needs to be seen needs to be heard I don't need anybody to see me hear me be me next to me clap for me I don't need any of that to be me like I'm gonna be Jemiah every day from Saturday to Sunday like I'm Saturday to Sunday from Sunday to Monday Sunday to Monday from Saturday seven days a week damage you know what I'm trying to say I can't get the the head you're really supposed to say it to make it make sense but I'm gonna be me every day regardless whether you're clapping cheering singing spotlight on spotlight off in a dark room in a pitch black I'm gonna be Jemiah I'm just Jemiah like that's just me I don't need anything I am not I don't live off the claps and the cheers and the laughs of other people like that's not me that that's honestly not me like anybody who truly knows me it could be the most like 
awkward situation. It could be just, I would crack a joke and just be laughing to my damn self. Like nobody else would make it, would find it funny. I could be in there getting on everybody's nerves. Like nine times out of 10, I'm trying to entertain myself. I'm, I, man, I'm telling y'all. The problem is I'm, I be so in my head so much that like sometimes I just have to entertain myself to relieve myself from myself. Like I really be born to Jemaya than I'm ever into anybody else in this world. <laughs> so for people to think that, oh, because you're an extrovert, you just need so much attention from other people. I don't need attention. I don't need attention. Like I'm cool because I'm going to be me regardless. But people... And what people don't like to admit is that people like to put the attention on the extroverts in the room, mainly because they're introverted and because they don't want the attention on them. So they like to shove the attention on other people, like to shove other people in the spotlight so that it doesn't have to be on them. Because a lot of people are introverted and very socially awkward nowadays, especially because we have all these social media and all these phones. Everybody's in their phones. No one engages on a human level anymore in person. And so... For a person like me who doesn't care about being the center of attention, who doesn't care about, you know, being the one who, you know, the loudest one in the room, and I don't care, I don't mind it, but I don't need it. Because I also can be in the back of the room and not say a word and be like, totally fine, totally fine, not a problem. My day is still going great. I don't have to talk to nobody. And so it's like, I really like that, the, 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 the misconception of extroverts and like, why why we are high energy and why we are how we are that shit really blows me because people just think you're just you just always want to be seen like i hate that shit i don't care who sees me i do not care who sees me and what's crazy is that so i was going through and i was thinking about this i was like and and i i looked up what it means to be an extrovert and this is some of the the phrasing and terminology just used attention seeker energy producer all these things and i'm like well damn maybe i'm not an extrovert because here's the real deal yo some days i just do not like people actually it's extremely draining for me sometimes to be an energy producer and to be in the to be myself in a group of people sometimes is very exhausting. And by the time I get home, I'm literally so drained because I've just been, you know what I mean? People, people pull off of my energy sometimes. Like, and I'm not saying like this, I, I, I don't know how to say this without it making a scene like, oh, people are pulling off your energy. But it's like, when you're a high energy person and when you're someone who's just always kind of like making things, you know, aliven, li- making a situation more lively or more fun and things like that people just really start to just like it becomes draining it becomes draining because you just put so much energy out so much energy out you're not being replenished like the hardest part um and what scares me ooh, moment of transparency i really want to do stand-up comedy y'all but what really scares me about it is that who makes the comedian laugh like that is a big fear of mine because comedians are known to be statistically depressed like highly depressed people because no one takes them seriously and the amount of energy it takes to make other people laugh and bring other people joy is rarely replenished to a comedian because everyone expects them to be the funny one and no one makes them laugh like you know what i mean who makes the clown laugh why does the clown cry? That's a whole nother level, whole nother topic of conversation. But 
it's like sometimes I get home and I'm literally so drained or like by the end of the week if it's like my weekend or my off day I'm so drained from having to be engaged with people because I can't help it I'm a personable person so if I'm around people it just is more natural for me to engage with them talk with them make them laugh make them smile than it is for me to just not say anything that's just it's more natural for me and so sometimes I get so drained to the point where I just need like two or three days where I don't talk to nobody right and it's not that there's anything wrong with me and that's how I was like man am I really an extrovert because I don't I'm not energized by people. I'm actually drained by people. Why, you know what I mean? I'm looking up these things and it's saying that extroverts are there. They're fed and they're energized by the attention of other people. That's what that's what gives them their energy. And for an introvert, um, that depletes their being around people depletes their energy. And for an extrovert, being around people energizes them. And I'm like, yo, I think I'm an extrovert, but being around people is extremely draining for me. Like it's very, very draining for me. And so I'm like, maybe I'm not an extrovert. Maybe I'm really like an introvert in an extrovert's body. I don't know. Like I, I, I started getting very confused because I can be, I can be very introverted at times. Like I can go days and not speak to a human being. Like to the point where I'll go. Like, if it's a Saturday, I'll get up, I'll go to the gym, and I'll just binge podcasts. Like, I'll listen to all my podcasts, my music, catch up on music and all this stuff, and I will not talk to anyone. I'll go to the store, to the grocery store or something, and I'll take my headphones in with me. Sometimes there'll be something playing in them. Sometimes it won't. But I'll just wear my headphones around the grocery store because I don't want anyone to talk to me. Like, I don't want anyone to talk to me. There's been times where I've been hungry and opposed to, like, going in the store the restaurant to get something to eat, I'll just go through a drive-thru because I just don't want to talk to a waiter. I just don't want, I don't want to talk to anyone. Um, and that happens at least like once or twice a week for me. Like at least once or twice a week, there's a day or two where I'm just like, yo, I don't want to talk to anyone. I am exhausted. I am drained. I have nothing to give to anyone. And I think people don't expect that from an extrovert because they expect you always to want to be on 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 and especially with me being an actress and entertainer it's like extremely heightened it's like 10 times worse so then um, I was on Instagram yesterday and um, someone I follow posted this on their story and I've been wanting to talk about this for a while but they posted this definition on their story about an omnivert or omnivert and I was like, yo, that's me. There's a word for this. There's a word for someone who's not really an extrovert, but not really an introvert either. It's like you're both. Like I can be an introvert or I can be an extrovert. I can talk to people and engage with people all day long. And I can also not talk to anyone for days on end and be totally fine. Like I love my own company. I'll be in this room on this phone. I might be on social media or something like that, but like I don't have to actually physically talk to a human for two, three days and I'll be totally fine. Like that's me recharging my battery. And I'm like, okay, so I saw this definition. And the definition was someone who is an introvert and extrovert can be extremely introverted when presented with situations they don't want to be in or don't care about. But on the other hand, be the life of the party when they are enjoying themselves and want to be there. Both a very quiet, reserved person and loud and outgoing. And I was like, oh, I've never felt more seen. Like, (laughs) 
that that damn near needs to be on my tombstone because that last sentence, both a very quiet, reserved person and loud and outgoing. That is Jemiah, seriously, because depending on where I am, I I am always hyper analytical. I'm always analyzing people and characteristics of people and their mannerisms, what they're doing, how they're re- responding, because I'm very intrigued by human interaction. But um, I'm extremely quiet and reserved when I want to be. Very much so, because I'm just looking and scoping and taking things in. And the next day you might see me and I might be the one and you know what I mean? The loudest person in the room, cracking all the jokes, having fun, doing all type of random stuff, trying to make people laugh. But I could be either one on any given day or at any given moment of a day. You know what I mean? Like it, it, there isn't, I'm a mixture of both. I'm a mixture of both and I'm a Gemini. So obviously that means there's 13 people living inside me anyway, but it's like, I don't think I'm f- fully an extrovert but I know I'm definitely not fully an introvert but I can be extremely introverted at times like my boyfriend gets so mad because some days I'm just like yeah I don't want to talk I have like I have nothing to talk about I just don't want to talk to anyone and it's not personal like I'm sure I have like friends and stuff like damn Jemai being dry today like it's not personal like if you're ever engaging with me on a way like just ask me if I'm cool because if it's something wrong with me nine times out of ten I'll tell you something wrong but just be like you good and I'm like yeah I'm just chilling if I say I'm just chilling yo I'm really probably just chilling like it's I I really just be chilling man I really do because as much as I love to have fun and all that stuff I also like people get on my nerves too like (laughs) As much as I love people, I really don't like people. Because <laughs> people are crazy. Like People are idiotic. And people are so negative. And that more than anything, like introvert, extrovert, omnivert, polyvert, dominivert, it, I don't know, vertical. More than anything, I'm really just a positive person. And one of the, what dictates my moods and dictates what kind of drama you're going to get is the energy around me. You know what I mean? I just really, really believe that, like, we have to choose to be positive. You have to mentally make the choice to choose joy and positivity in your life. Because at the end of the day, that's what keeps me going. A positive mind and a positive spirit. And so if, like... If I'm in an environment that seems kind of like blah or negative, some days my response might be, ooh, I'm about to turn this shit on his head and make it positive. And some days my response is going to be like, let me just stick to myself and preserve the little bit of peace I got because it's all I got. I really am kind of tapped out right now. It's probably probably about Thursday at this point, and it's just been a long week, and I'm tapped out. And, like, I just need to be to myself. It's nothing wrong with me, but, like, the vibe in here is off, and I don't have the energy to be the one to shift it. Like, if somebody else come in here and shift the energy and make it positive, boom, then I'll probably be good. But, like, sometimes I just don't have the energy to be the one to make shit hype. Like, I want to just be the bystander of the hypeness sometimes. And that's when you kind of get the introverted, just kind of reserved Jemiah sometimes. It's just like, yo, I don't want to, I don't want to be the one today. So it's like, and I, like I said, like, I love being around people and I love creating energy and being that energy producer. 
but I got to recharge. Like sometimes I have to recharge and a lot of times my recharging looks very much so introverted. Like I just need me time. Sometimes I just get out and go drive my car somewhere. I'll go to the gym. I'll go literally just sit outside or take a walk. Yesterday, I just took a walk until like as the sun was going down. It was just kind of like thinking. I was kind of talking to myself a little bit and watching the sunset, but like, I need my me time. I need it. I in order for me to to stay sane, I need to just disappear for like a day or so and then I come back and I be good. Disappear, come back, be good cuz y'all it's a lot going on in my life. <laughs> and it be a lot going on in my head and sometimes I just need to reboot and just relax, you know? So yeah, I think I'm an omnivore. Like, I'm glad that that popped up on my timeline yesterday because that very much, like, I've been trying to figure out a way to bring this conversation up because I know that I'm extroverted, like, 100%. Like, I can't deny, come on, I'm an extrovert. But it's just some days where I just can't do it. I'm just, I can't. I can't do it. So I'm like, I'm an omnivore. I'm, I'm, I'm dope. This is this is kind of like I want to share my epiphany with you guys this episode that I am an omnivert. Like, hi, my name is Jemiah and I'm an omnivert. Hi, Jemiah. Like, yeah, that's how I feel right now. <laughs> that's how I feel for real. So, yeah. So more than anything, if you have a, an extroverted friend like this, I, I I love seeing that post. Like, make sure you check up on your strong friend. <laughs> but for real, if you have an extroverted friend, like, don't be so quick to just be like, oh, my, she or he's an extrovert. They just want to be the center of attention. They just want to be seen. Like, oh, she do too much. She extra. She extra. She extra. Like, no, because I really be chilling. But you want me to be extra. Like, you want me to be the center of attention. You want me to entertain. You want me to get up here, be the one who got everybody laughing. Da 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 da. Don't. So don't make it seem like I'm doing the most because don't don't worry about it. like let me go sit over here and be in my bubble then you know what I mean but when I'm just in my bubble then it's like oh what's wrong you're being a Debbie Downer like no because and I'm gonna close it off with this as much as I'm an energy producer I also notice like when I do get in a mood or in a mode where I'm literally just like when I when it's something is going on with me and I'm bothered and I don't want to fuck with nobody yo I can I can drain the energy out of a room like crazy. Like when I got an attitude, it is very obvious. It is very just clear and it's hard to ignore. And I won't be saying a word. I've noticed this. Like it'd be some days where I'll walk in into work or I'll walk in class and I'm like, I'm pissed off. Like, you know, and I ain't saying nothing to nobody. I ain't I'm coming in doing my work. I'm just like I, I clearly don't want to be bothered. And the whole energy of the room will shift just because Jemiah is like got attitude. Jemiah is bothered. Like if, if I'm mad, like everybody's like, "Yo, all right, um, let's just all hurry up and get out of here." Because it's like motherfuckers think I'm a ticking time bomb or something like that, which I'm not. Like if you ain't the one who made me mad, you're nine times out of ten you're not gonna be the one who sees my frustration. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna gear or or, or um none of my frustration or anger or rage is going to be pointed towards you if it's not your fault. I just don't want to be to myself and I just don't want nobody, I won't, just leave me alone. Just leave me alone. But I've noticed that I, I 
can't do that. I can't do that because I will suck the energy out of a room. Like, like, just boom. And then people start looking at me different. And then they'd be like, oh, you know, you're so emotional. You're so temperamental, moody and all that. It's like sometimes you're just having a bad day. So that's kind of the sucky part about being an extrovert. It's almost like you can't have a bad day or, you know, people, it turns into like this huge ordeal if you don't want to talk. But for an introvert, because people are so used to introverts kind of being shy and reserved and not want to talk, if they're having a bad day or if they don't want to be bothered, and it's like, oh, okay. But then if they're having a good day and they want to be all like having fun and out there, then it's like, oh my gosh, I didn't even know your new words. Yay. So it's like introverts kind of like, I don't know. It's hard being an introvert too, I'm sure. I don't really have to live that life too much because most of the time when I'm being introversial I'm usually by myself and not dealing with humans so nobody really knows I'm being an introvert but um yeah just if you have friends who you think just clearly an introvert or clearly an extrovert like just know there are nuances to it and like nine times out of ten nobody is just an introvert or an extrovert and I'm learning that about myself and I'm also learning that like it's okay to have days where I just want to chill and like please let let your extroverted friends have those days where they just want to chill like it takes a lot a lot to always be the life of the party and sometimes you just want somebody else to be the life of the party because i want to enjoy the damn party too i'm not here for your entertainment unless you're gonna pay me now once y'all start paying me to entertain then of course like turn up but until then like sometimes i just want to come and be a bystander i just want to be a participant you know what i mean so yeah, that's my jam session this week. I that just was like I feel like I just went to a therapy session. Like I just got some shit off my chest. <laughs> yes, I love that. So I hope y'all enjoyed that. Um, hit me up on Twitter. It's usually I love Twitter. Twitter is like my jam. So hit me up on Twitter, uh, or Instagram, or Facebook, or Snapchat, or wherever you follow me, and let me know if like. You, you relate to that. Like, are you an introvert? Are you an extrovert? Are you an introvert or extrovert? Are you a newly discovered omnivore? Or if you're always, maybe I'm just new to the omnivore, you know what I mean, land. But let me know what y'all think about that. Because I'm glad that there's like a word for me. Like, I, I just feel seen. I feel like there's a space for me now. I'm going to get a shirt made that say omnivert. The omnivert. I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> But yeah, that's it for me this episode, y'all. This one was kind of long, but it's cool. Thank you for those who stick it out all the way to the end of the episode. I support that. I rock with you for that. Um, as usual, y'all know where to find me on social media at Just Jemiah, J-U-S-T-J-A-M-A-Y-A on Instagram and on Twitter. Follow me, follow me, follow me. Also, you can find Made to Make It on Instagram and on Twitter as well. It's under reconstruction right now, so don't even trip on that. But also, make sure you subscribe to the podcast, to the Monologue Podcast. Subscribe on iTunes. Follow on SoundCloud. Um, subscribe and follow on Stitcher, on Google Play. Anywhere that you listen to podcasts, the Monologue Podcast is there. It's anywhere. It's anywhere. So I don't know what app you got that you listen to it, but I'm on there please 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 y'all like and subscribe leave a comment leave a note something share with a friend like if you two three episodes in you're like yo i kind of like this i don't know introduce it introduce the podcast to somebody else 
it's been a few people and it makes me so happy who are like, yeah, the monologue is the first podcast I've ever listened to. Like a lot of my friends have never listened to podcasts before. So that makes me happy. Like that makes me happy because I love podcasts. <laughs> I listen to a lot of podcasts. So um, please um, thank you guys for your support and continue to rock with me. Um, and I, I'll catch y'all next time. Stay breezy. Keep your head up and keep pushing, 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 pushing. I'm out of here, y'all. <laughs>